Welcome to the Golden Hills Podcast Daily, where you can spend a few minutes each day with us to meditate on God's Word. Now, here's today's encouraging message. Hi, this is Carla Adams, one of the members at Golden Hills. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. You know, I'm not very good at riddles, but Martin DeHaan shared one in my devotions a while ago that I thought was pretty profound. It goes like this. What is greater than God and more evil than the devil? The poor have it, the rich need it, and if you eat it, you will die. The answer is nothing. Nothing is greater than God. Nothing is more evil than the devil. The poor have nothing, the rich need nothing, and if you eat nothing, you will die. (laughs) Our God is great. And if we remember that and keep our eyes fixed on Him and trust Him, we have nothing to fear, even during these uncertain times. One of the characters in the Bible who has really inspired me is someone you may not know much about. She's only mentioned a few times in Scripture, but it's clear that she lived in uncertain times too, and she kept her eyes on Jesus through it all. Joanna is introduced to us in Luke 8 verses 1 to 3. Let me read those for you. After this, Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him, and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases, Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out, Joanna, the wife of Cusa, the manager of Herod's household, Susanna, and many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. Joanna was healed by Jesus, along with Mary Magdalene and Susanna. She was either demon-possessed or mentally or physically healed from a disease. So whichever it was, she was grateful and became devoted to the one who had healed her and changed her life. Her eyes and heart became fixed on Jesus. We also notice that she's married to Cusa, who was the manager of Herod's household. Remember Herod the Tetrarch, also known as King Herod in some regions? He's the one who had John the Baptist killed. And Matthew 14, 1-2 tells us that he was familiar with Jesus. Joanna's husband worked for him. She probably lived in an uncertain environment, but God used her as a witness and blessed her with position and resources. She used those resources and her means to minister to Jesus and the twelve disciples, helping to meet their material needs out of her generosity, gratitude, and love for Jesus. She kept her eyes on Jesus and followed him, even though she lived in an ungodly environment, and it must have taken extreme courage for her to do so. She heard Jesus tell parables and saw him perform miracles, and she wanted to stay close to him. Luke 23, verses 44 through 24, 12, tells us a little more of the story. Let me read those verses for you. It was now about the sixth hour, and darkness came over the whole land until the ninth hour. For the sun stopped shining, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. This is when Jesus was on the cross. Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. 
And when he had said this, he breathed his last. The centurion, seeing what had happened, praised God and said, Surely this was a righteous man. When all the people who had gathered to witness this sight saw what took place, they beat their breasts and went away. But all those who knew him, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance watching these things. Now there was a man named Joseph, a member of the council, a good and upright man who had not consented to their decision and action. He came from the Judean town of Arimathea, and he was waiting for the kingdom of God. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body, and then he took it down, wrapped it in linen cloth, and placed it in a tomb cut in the rock, one in which no one had yet been laid. It was preparation day, and the Sabbath was about to begin. The women who had come with Jesus from Galilee followed Joseph and saw the tomb and how the body was laid in it. And then they went home and prepared spices and perfumes, but they rested on the Sabbath in obedience to the commandment. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, and when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, suddenly two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women bowed down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you in Galilee? The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful man, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. Then they remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women, because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. So Joanna was there when Jesus was crucified. She watched from a distance. She witnessed that horrible, cruel, and gruesome sight. But she kept her eyes fixed on Jesus must have been awful for her and the others that remained together to see and hear what they did. She stayed with her dear friends, including Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of Jesus. I'm sure in her sorrow, grief, and anguish, she felt sick to her stomach and angry at the injustice. The perfect, holy, righteous Son of God who healed her body and soul was sacrificing himself for the whole world. But it didn't end there. She continued to serve her Lord, even in death. She was with the women who followed Joseph of Arimathea, who had wrapped Jesus in the linen cloth and brought him to the grave. They saw where he laid Jesus. And John's account in John nineteen thirty-eight to 62 tells us that Nicodemus was also there. Well, then, in obedience to the commandment regarding the Sabbath, the women waited to return very early in the morning to care for the body. She helped to prepare spices and ointments and perfumes for his body's proper burial. She may have even helped to pay for those. I'm sure the women were not looking forward to seeing their Lord's beaten, bloody, dead body, 
but they wanted to care for it properly with spices and perfumes, as was the Jewish custom, and they loved him so. But when they arrived at the tomb, it was empty. Joanna was among the women who heard the angel's declaration, He is not here. And when the angels spoke to them, they remembered Jesus' words, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful man, be crucified, and on the third day be raised again. She was one of the first humans to witness the evidence of the resurrection of our Lord. Wow! And they wasted no time in telling the eleven disciples and all the others. Talk about exciting! All that Jesus had ever said was true. No doubts, no fear, only joy. Even though the disciples didn't believe it at first, because they had to see it for themselves, those women, including Joanna, knew that the one who had changed their lives, the one they had fixed their eyes on, was alive. Praise God. Joanna was just a sinful woman that Jesus saved and changed and used for his kingdom purposes. She was a grateful, generous, courageous, faithful, giving woman. But our point isn't to necessarily become like Joanna, although those are wonderful qualities, but to become like the one she kept her eyes fixed upon, Jesus. Why don't you sing this with me if you can? later that in Acts 13.1, it says that Herod's foster brother, Manian, who was brought up in Herod's household, was a part of the church at Antioch and a teacher in the early church with Barnabas and Saul. Perhaps he was one of the many who was influenced by Joanna. Who knows? We hope today's episode was a blessing to you. Please make sure to subscribe to the Golden Hills Podcast in your favorite podcast app like Spotify, Google Play, or Apple Podcasts. And of course, you can always find us on the web at www.goldenhills.org. We hope you'll visit with us again tomorrow.